Hey, everybody, welcome to the John D. Podcast. Ooh, I got a little hot on that. Hey, everybody, welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. Welcome to episode number 29. 29, that's right, people. Veinte nueve, as they say in the old Espanoli language. It's just Espanol. I know. Somebody was like, it's not Espanol. Like, I fucking know that. Okay. There you go. First F-bomb of the episode. Here we are. I tr- I would try to get this episode out to you because I did my last episode back, uh, what was it, March 6th, I think. And uh, But we had, you know, let's try and do it. And then, so, my, I would if I was doing one a week, I would have been up for uh, the following Monday, the I don't know. You do the math, but anyways, <laughs> so the what the thirteenth? No, fifteenth. Fifteenth. So yeah, because it's my son's birthday. Idiot. I'm stupid. No, um, no, I'm just joking. But yeah. So we had, and don't any older people sit there and go, uh, oh, I can't believe you did that. So we, Liz and I, my wife, my lovely wife Liz, made the mistake of telling our son whose birthday was on the 15th, which was this past Monday, that it would be his birthday weekend, you know, because he's virtual schooling and stuff like that. So we were like, all right, we're going to make it a fun weekend. No, no, it was not. I mean, it was, but it wasn't because, yeah, he's eight years old, right? And like I said, don't all these, if you, yeah, a lot of my demographic is 45 to or 40 to 60, and then the other rest of it is like 60 plus. And then I got some uh, some 30s and then whatever. And then I got, uh, apparently I got some guy in Belgium or something. That's <laughs> Yeah, I got Belgium. Uh, did I mention that? I don't, did I ever said that before? I don't know. But yeah, I got some guy in Belgium. I think that's where it comes from. And that's like the 20s or something. I don't know. But. Yeah, so I'm just saying. So, yes, I know a lot of my listeners, all 12 of you. No, there's more than that. But I know that uh, they're going, oh, my God, no, you don't tell, especially an 8-year-old that whose birthday's on Monday, that it's their birthday weekend. Are you crazy? Yeah, well, I, I won't make that mistake again. Luckily, we just have the one kid, so we're not going to make that mistake twice. Although, if I do ever want revenge on somebody and they have an 8-year-old, I'm going to go, it's your birthday weekend. But my birthday's not until Wednesday. Don't worry about it. Just enjoy. <laughs> yeah, so the kid um, gets out of school. He goes to the virtual school. He's doing that. And he got out of school at uh, a little after 2, 2.10, 2.15, somewhere in that range. And right about 2.18, um, it was, I want, I don't want, I want, I don't want. It was all, I want, I want. It's my birthday weekend. I want it. You got to give it to me. And then the other side of that was, uh, you know, hey, you want to do this? No. You want to clean your room? No. Why not? It's my birthday weekend. So, yeah, folks, don't do that. Unless, Like I said, unless you don't like the person's, the kid's parents. Yeah, that was, that was, oof. Listen, I, by Saturday Afternoon, evening, we're just like, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so it's so it's March eighteenth is when I'm recording this. Um, but yeah, so but um, yeah, but anyway, all right, hold on, let me backtrack. So yeah, so kid had a good birthday. 
um, one of his friends that's been in virtual school, so she's been in kind of isolation. And then um, uh, her one of her parents came over, and they hung out for a little bit on Sunday, did some cool kind of party stuff. And then on Monday was his birthday. So we had fun. It was all right. But yeah, don't don't tell an eight-year-old it's their birthday weekend when their birthday is the Monday after. Oh boy. That was interesting. So, anyways, yeah, so it's uh yeah, so it's March 18th. Sorry for the delay on the episode, which I, I tried to record on Tuesday and it just wasn't coming out right. It was really cold in the studio. Sorry, but it's true. I mean, I mean, I, I you know, these other people they they do um, some of these podcasts they do they do two a week, but it's also kind of one reason why I took off for a few months because it was so goddamn cold. Like I'm literally in like a like it's like a, like I said it's like one third studio, the rest is all storage space. So you know, like I'm looking at a big Charlie Brown with a Santa hat on. And uh, the other one's a Snoopy wearing a Santa hat. And they're probably about three feet tall. And uh, Santa's wearing a Santa hat. Or Snoopy's wearing a Santa hat. And uh, his Snoopy's smiling. He's holding Woodstock, who was also wearing a Santa hat. So, And there's Christmas lights and fucking all kinds of other shit. So, um... Man, it gets cold down here. So I got a little ceramic heater, and I run that for a little while. And then I come down here, and I record. So it is what it is. But, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, what was I talking about? All right, let's move on. So the – I'm sure I messed that up somehow. But, uh, yeah, so we're back in the – yeah, okay, so it's March 18th. By the time I get this – Thursday, March 18th. By the time I get this into loaded into the whole process of putting it out and getting on all the platforms, it's probably not going to be until after midnight, which so when you go on the platform, it'll say that it was released on quote unquote Friday, but it's not. It's being recorded today, March 18th, Thursday here in the Lizard Mill Arts and Crafts Studio, L-I-Z-Z-A-R-D space mill, M-I-L-L Arts and Crafts. Check her out on Facebook. Also, you can go on Lizard Mill Arts and Crafts Boutique on Etsy. So you can check her out that way. That's right. I've given my wife exclusive naming rights to the studio. But I do always tell her if somebody calls us tomorrow, yeah, it's going to be the new Audi Q5 Arts and Crafts Studios. Studio. We just have one. Yeah. Why Audi? I just, I like them. And that Q5 drove by earlier today. And I was like, hey, what, what? So I've always liked Audis. They're nice cars. Um, so check me out on Twitter, John D Comedy, J O N D Comedy. And then uh, also, if you're on Twitter, you can go to the the John D Podcast Twitter page, which is if you're on Twitter, just at John Podcast, J O N Podcast. That's it. That's all you got to do. So hit me up on there. It's always great to communicate with people. Um, that I've never met. Um, <laughs> so pretty cool. Um, I did have one person that I communicated with after the last episode. Appreciate some of the comments made, but I did get this one from a friend of mine that I've known for a while. I mean, I've known him for shit. Um, 
late mid late nineties. So I mean, I've known the dude for quite a while, and he was commenting that uh, his wife um, doesn't like when I do politics, which I know I went on a bit of a tirade about everything that's happened. But you know, I had I had taken a few months off, three months off, and almost, but three months off, and I. Um, yeah, I went on a bit of a tirade about the whole Capitol riots and the, the orange devil. And, uh, but I swore a lot. And so he said at one point, his wife got up and left the room, <laughs> which, you know what? I, I don't talk about politics a lot. I never talked about it in my stand up when I did that. Um, if I, if I go to a bar, if I ever went to a bar back in the day or I was working in one, which did a lot of that over the years, there was, there was two things you don't talk about in a bar. Um, and then also just kind of in general, and that's, uh, religion and politics, religion and politics. They're too divisive. You know, you got your opinion. I got mine, whatever. And this is my show. So I'm going to express my opinion regarding things that have happened that had happened since the last episode that I did. So, eh, you know, I did though. At one point I warned my sister, I was like, hey, cause she came over to say hi to our, our son, um, for a little bit she, it was very nice she brought him some cookies and everything and uh but she, i told her i was like hey by the way that have you heard the new episode she goes no i said there's a there's a point where there's a lot of there's a lot of swearing going on but i got it off my chest so yeah and i don't know people like like it when i'm you know uh you know do jokey quirky stuff and i like doing that stuff and you know i like playing around and and stuff like that but you know what there's there's times you kind of gotta um gotta speak your truth um so yeah and maybe i don't have to swear so much but you also got to remember this uh you know it's been a year since this whole pandemic thing started so i've been around the kid a lot like a lot um (laughs) and so you know when I get to come in down here, uh, especially if it's like late night or something like that, the wife and the kid are asleep. It's nice to uh, fire off a couple of efforts, a couple of F-bombs, you know? Let them drop where they may. <laughs> that was stupid. All right. Um, so, yeah. But I, I do want to talk about this. Uh, I don't want to necessarily give him um, credit. Well, kudos. I'll give him credit. But I'm not giving them kudos or props, as the kids used to say. They don't always say that anymore, do they? Do they say, do they say props? No, I don't think they do. Unless they're, you know, white men in their 40s, like I am. Hey, man, it's, hey, props, you know. You say that to a teenager now, they're like, who? What? Props? But uh, I know, I'm going to talk about them, yeah. Old T Rump the other day came out with the uh <laughs> came out with the whole so, so I give him credit. He did encourage people. A lot of people have said they're not gonna get the vaccine, which I think is stupid. Um they said they're not gonna get the vaccine. But the way he did it, and I, I saw several interviews, uh whether yeah. So basically he went on there and one of the interviews he said that he he is like I'm going to encourage people to get the vaccine. It's a great vaccine. Uh, you know, a lot of people who don't want to get it are people who voted for me, so I can probably influence them. 
Like, really, dude? I mean, I, I think it's sad how many people voted for you in the last election. I really, really do. I think it's an awful statement upon the American uh, public about you and your, your character and the type of, and how it reflects upon the people who support you and what they are. Do you know what I mean? Does anybody? Yeah. I mean, so many people support Trump. And it's just like, how do you, I don't, what? I don't fucking get it. But this is one of the things that in this one interview that I saw, which was not on Fox. Was it on Fox? Yeah, I think it was on Fox News. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't watch that station all the time. I just pulled it up on uh, on YouTube. But um, he was saying, so this is, what, this is one of the things he said in, in this phone interview. He goes, um, he's like, uh, it's a great vaccine. It's a good vaccine. No, it's a great vaccine. I I made sure it was out. I I speed rushed it. I I personally I personally oversaw the making of the vaccine. I ma- you personally oversaw it. You liar. Well, you personally oversaw it. What were you you know hanging out in the factory putting a leather work glove over top of a couple of the vials like your Laverne and Shirley or some shit. <laughs> that goes back to my demographic type thing that I was just saying a minute ago. They know they know Laverne and Shirley. But yeah, I just I couldn't believe it. He's like, "Well, I personally oversaw it. How'd you? Come on, dude. Come on, knock it off." Knock it off. It's just like he says he wants to run in 2024. The dude's like 74, 74, 75. He's going to be like almost 80 years old. And I understand Biden's a bit older, whatever. But the thing is, I don't think Trump's even going to run. I think all, I think all he's going to do, literally all he's going to do, he's just going to keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. And he's going to get right to that deadline uh, where they, they're like, okay, if you're going to announce the, your campaign, you need to do it now. And he's going to go, uh, what's that over there? Uh, no. And he's going to run away. It's just so he can keep the attention on him and try to keep influence, which is, that's, that's all it is. Um, and I, I just hope he just fades away. That's what I'm saying. But, um, all right, moving on. March 18th. Mm, can't believe it. I'll talk about that in a second, but, uh, Oh, somebody else made the comment that um, I never finished the doctor story from when I went to the, which it's almost been, well, I'll tell you this. Tomorrow, uh, March 19th, it will be 30 days, 30 days that I've been sober. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Thank you. No, it's, I was done. And and I'll go into it more at other some other time, but yeah. Been it'd be thirty days tomorrow, so or today, depending on when this gets posted. So basically, Friday, March nineteenth. Whenever you listen to this, yeah, thirty days and counting, thirty days and counting. Um, yeah, it's it's sorry, it's just I, but yeah, but I, this is the thing. So I always go back and I listen to episodes before I post them, and I usually listen to them a good two times at least. And I'd sit there, but this is the thing. I, I record these episodes straight through. I, I don't, you know, I don't have, a, you know, editors and all this other stuff, you know, all the material that I talk about on here, I write it myself. 
Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I do have maybe some production help at times. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So, um, but I did, you know, so, so I try to pay attention to what I'm doing, but I, I record straight through. I never caught it that, um, I had never finished the doctor story. I remember I said that I, you know, I walked out of the, we talked, I talked about something and then I walked out of the doctor's office and I never drank again. I haven't since. And they, but, uh, Somebody was like, well, you'd never finish the doctor story. Like, what did the doctor say to you? Okay, so here we go. I'll go back and I'll tell you the story <clears throat> about what the doctor said to me. So um, I'm sitting there in the in the little room there with the bed there, you know, and that, that, that thing. What's the fuck is that thing they put on your finger now? Somebody tell me it's oxygen. It's like your oxygen sensor type thing, um, which was good. My blood pressure was high. My heart rate was a little high. Um, but... Uh, they did all his blood work, um, and then, yeah. So the doc- doctor came in, and he's like, "Yeah." So my brother and I were talking the other day, and we were saying how the word "dude." I don't know if there's a debate about this. I don't know if I've ever heard it, but and I'm not gonna do it on stage. But it uh, <laughs> it's definitely the word "dude." It matters when you put it, whether it be the beginning of a sentence or the end of a sentence. So when the doctor came back in, he was looking on the computer, right? And he's looking at stuff and he's like, mm. he's like, mm. like, okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, that can't be good. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, um, your liver numbers are a little bit out of whack there, dude. <laughs> Like, really? Did you really go uh, to school 10 extra years so you could... Is dude a medical term? I don't... But... And he was trying to say, eh, I don't know, maybe we should do some other stuff. Some other testing and stuff like that. But then, you know, stuff was discussed. And then he talked to another doctor. And then I was like, all right, well, go and, you know... um. Give it, give it a month, and and then hopefully your numbers are, numbers will square back around, and everything will be a little better. So that's what I got to start working on here soon. Anyways, but it was also, but it's so so okay. So he says, mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah, yeah. Your your liver numbers are a little out of whack there, dude. Okay, but if he had sat there and gone, uh, if he had been like, mm hmm, mm hmm, dude, your liver numbers are out of whack. I probably would have just literally gotten up off the bed and just walked in, you know, over to the hospital and been like, yeah, I, I need to go now. I need, I'm yes. Where's the bedpans? Cause I'm staying. So that's what happened basically. Yeah. I, and, but he was basically, you know, he, he talked to uh, another doctor and <laughs> stuff and they were like, okay, well let's see what happens in 30 days and then we'll go from there. So Yeah. Which thirty days being more, but yeah. So I just, like I said, I looked at the doctor. He he said, "Do you think you can go home and just not drink?" And I said, "Yes, absolutely." Do I enjoy? Did I enjoy? Did I enjoy? Did I enjoy getting hammered? Woo! No, I didn't. You know, a few beers at night, playing on the PlayStation or hanging out watching a good movie or whatever, doing some shots tequila. Yeah, all right, they were fun, but yeah. 
but he said, can you go home and just not drink? And I said, yeah, I can do that. And um, he basically said, it was like, eh, you know, I, we'll, we'll see how it is in 30 days. Hopefully the numbers come back around, but I'm just telling you, I'm not telling you how to run your life, but you might want to make some changes. And I was like, dude, done. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been difficult, but it hasn't been that bad, you know? I mean, it wasn't like I was like a, you know, I don't want to say addicted, but it wasn't like I was like addicted to like heroin or anything. That's just water. Um, yeah, because I've known people who've gone through um, withdrawals from like major, like major heavy withdrawals from like heroin. And I once saw a friend of mine one time. This was um, early, my early to mid 20s. And. There's a friend of mine who would, um, I, I went to see him because his, his, you know, he was going through heroin withdrawals. I've never touched that stuff, that garbage in all my life, you know. I smoke a lot of pot, drink some beers, have some shots, tequila, you know, whatever. But I've never touched any of that other shit. That that stuff's crap. Um, but anyways, he got into it and his mother, he was saying how he didn't want to live and stuff like that. Ugh. And, uh. His mom asked me to go see him um, in the, they said treatment facility, but it was, ooh, it was really more like a, like a max security hospital. I, 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 that's about the best way I describe it. I don't know. This is very quirky and jokey, isn't it? No, but I'm just saying like, um, that was, that was some weird stuff. That was some really scary shit to see. I just, you know, I sat there and every once in a while I'd be like, I really want to appear. I know it's your birthday weekend. Um, <laughs> and there's been some times I've woken up like, I just want to, I just want one shot. Just one shot. Just one shot. Nobody will know. I'll know. I'll know. I'll know. I know. That's probably the most mature thing I've ever said in my freaking life. <laughs> you should be happy. You should be proud parents, mom and dad. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's I. The doctor was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, if you can give a good thirty days, you know, whatever." And he said, "After he was like, I, and he even said he was like, I'm not saying you 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 can't ever drink again, but you know, but it it's been you know it's been stressful, you know, this whole year. Uh, you know, job loss, uh, unemployment." getting completely screwed up over and over again um, has been stressful. And and I think I'm probably not the only person that has spent some time maybe over-consuming a little bit in, in the in the old alcohol department there. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, and, yeah, unemployment and all that. Oh, my God, man. It's so freaking frustrating. And I know it's a lot of people. But, God damn, especially unemployment. I know some of you out there are like, God, John, you don't make up. A million trillion dollars? No, no, I don't. Yeah, but you can help. You can go to the listener support button and uh, throw me a few bucks a month. I'd appreciate. It. Um, yeah. So, yep. But I left. I left the doctor's office and I said, uh, "I'm not doing it. I'm done." Like I said, like I'm not drinking anymore. And. uh Awesome. Uh, I, I can't thank my wife, uh, Liz, enough for helping me through all that, making sure I had plenty of juice 
and candy and uh, hot tea, which our son today I was sitting there and I was making some hot tea there and I forgot what I said to him, but his comeback was, oh yeah, well go enjoy your old lady tea. <laughs> you little son of a... <clears throat> yep. But yeah, so that's what happened. Doctor said, uh, I want to get yourself together there, sport. Yeah, so... Oh, hang in there, people. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. But yeah, I. But yeah, the doctor was like, I'm not saying you can't ever drink again. You just got to probably should quit for a while. And then, But my theory, my thinking, at least to this extent, at least, is that, uh, you know, if you can go 30 days, why not try to go 60? If you can go um, 60, go 90, right? And on and on and on. Because, you know... What's it really doing? I mean, we not going through drinking a bunch of beers all the time. Not uh, not doing old old liquor there. It's if anything, it's helping. It's, it's saving money. So I look at it that way. I'm just taking one for the cause and my liver. So <laughs> come on, buddy, get working. Um, but yeah, it's been. Yeah, I don't know. I hope y'all are good. I I wonder if people, like, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts when I was working at my old job, um, which as of tomorrow will be one year since it, since the restaurant I was working at um, closed and never reopened. Um, but I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. When I was doing, like, food prep and stuff, I would just listen to them. And I wonder if people, I've seen a little bit, well, I started the podcast after, this is all, all this whole pandemic thing is started. My first episode was on March 21st. So that's also kind of like an anniversary coming up there. Um, but it, you know, that's all I did, but, uh, that's all I had, but I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. So I was just wondering if a lot of people, like I would have more listeners, not 12. Don't worry. I know there's more of you that I'd have more than 12 people or whatever. Any given week, I'd have more of them listening to me if they were, going to work or at work or coming home from work or whatever. So, um, so I just wonder if that's like people who are, you know, like the Bill Burrs and the Mark Marins and the Joe Rogans. Well, fuck it. Joe Rogan's not going to freaking care. He's got like 20 million listeners of freaking. Don't get me wrong. I think the guy's earned it. He got to the podcast game very early. So did Mark Marin. Bill Burr has been doing it for not as long as them, but for quite a while. I like all their podcasts. And, um, yeah, I just wonder if there'd be more environment, you know? Because you can't sit there and listen to a podcast with some dumb idiot in his basement cursing about Trump and all that other shit or whatever's going on or um, <laughs> about how he made the mistake of telling his eight-year-old that it's his birthday weekend uh, and have your own kid or kids sitting there going, Mommy, the internet's down again. I I got locked out of school. Yeah. So it's got to be making a difference. So, yeah, let's get this economy rolling again because I need some listeners. Um, But it, it was funny. I just want to tell this story because it r- reminded me of a joke uh, that I used to do. And when uh, my buddy Dustin was on a few episodes back, we actually talked about it when we were on the phone, not the actual episode. But it was an old joke. But anyway, so this guy, um, this guy, 
<laughs> sent me a text the other day, and he was like, "Hey man, been a been a while." Yes, it has. Um, and he said, "I uh, I might have a construction job if you're interested." Might. So I said, "Said I might." Well, dude, is there a job or no? I've worked construction. I know how to do some things. He says it's not heavy labor. It's just some, you know, some things here and there. Might. But might? Why would he? Well, I might have this. I might have $100 for you if you're interested. I'm very interested. Sorry, I don't have it. But it reminded me of this joke that I used to do because I used to work construction. Okay, so I'm doing stand-up. Imagine that, right? And so I... How did the joke go? Ah, shit. Don't don't space on me now. Uh oh yeah. So it was like uh yeah. So I was like yeah. Um. So I work construct. This is how the bit started. Sorry. I uh, say so yeah. So I, I work construction a lot lately. I don't like foreman on construction sites. Yeah, they're basically like a like a manager at a regular job, you know. And that's their job. They come around. They oversee everything, and they'll come around. And they'll be yelling at you like, "Come on, guys. Come on. We got to do this. We got to do this." You know, we got to get this done. We got to get this done. And I just, you know, want to turn around and look at me like, dude, Rome was not built in a day. Okay. And neither will this fucking Arby's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Won't you calm down there, Caesar Augustus? Yeah. <laughs> and that was that whole joke. So. Where are we at? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, so what are we doing now? Because like I said, this is really not going to be... It's not a throwaway episode. It's not anything. It's just, you know, I got some some things. I wanted to get another one out. And then I have a... Hold on, let me check my notesies. I did that. All right. So how was your St. Patrick's Day, by the way? That, mine was the soberest I think I've ever had in my time. Like, like you probably have to go back to when I was 15 to get that kind of level of sobriety. <laughs> oh, sad but true. All right. Um, yeah. I think, well, at least 18. At least 18. To find that level. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, there there were times, you know, when I've had two jobs. Um, I would go to work at from like 2 to 9, uh, at, you know, p.m., you know, I'd work like seven or eight hours, somewhere in that range. Sometimes I go. And then uh, from there, I would go to a second job, which was in a bar. And I'd work until like 2.30 in the morning. They were long days. And a lot of times, they were on St. Patrick's Day. Woo! Yay! Ugh. Ugh. That was the worst. That, that is the worst. I, you know, here's the thing. I was thinking about that the other day. You know, they, they made that uh, that movie, Groundhog Day. Great movie. Great movie. I watch it every year. You know, that's it's one of those movies that, you know, it's like um, Lampoon's Vacation. It's like Christmas Story. It's, you know, it's one of those movies that you've seen so many times that you can literally watch 20 minutes of it, go back to a sporting event or whatever else you were watching, and then come back later on uh, and then just watch it. And you know exactly what's going on. Like, you know exactly... You know, all of it. So, but the thing is, was, I don't, I don't know. So basically it's, you know, Groundhog Day. 
and you know the the guy's a TV reporter and he, he spends. They say I think I saw one time like a pop up video version of the of the movie where they said that he spent like three thousand one hundred days uh, repeating the same day over and over and over and over and over again. So I thought I always thought it'd be a cool thing to make a St. Patrick's Day movie or something along those lines. Cinco de Mayo, New Year's, something where you have to work, everybody else gets to have a good time, and then they're all a bunch of drunk pricks. So I feel like they should do one where it's St. Patrick's Day and that keeps repeating over and over again. And you have to your job is you're working in a bar, slinging drinks or doing whatever, and people are spilling shit and fighting and you know, all this other stuff and being assholes and yelling at you. And it just repeats over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> like that would be some, that would be some, that'd be some heavy duty shit. You know, at least that guy was just a reporter and he could just put your little hands in my, you know, clock goes to six o'clock. Ain't no different man we can climb. Uh, yeah, that was it. But, just to repeat the same workday over and over. And that's the thing. But that's the thing. If you were if you were working at, like, let's say you're working at a bar on St. Patrick's Day, you could tell off your boss. You could punch that drunk-ass dude in the corner who's always a dick and never tips. You could punch him in the face, walk out, get drunk while you're working. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? It just, you could just go crazy. That's what the guy does. In, that's what Bill Murray does in Groundhog Day. You know, kills himself. He does all kinds of other shit every morning. Wakes up. Although, although for the for the bartender working on St. Patrick's Day, it would have to be like two in the afternoon. You know, it wouldn't be six a.m. Yeah, because you're as a bartender, you're just going to bed at six a.m. So, um, but yeah. So I was gonna do because I told one of my listeners, Rob, Robbie. Did I write? I wrote it down. Damn it. Yeah, Robbie. Okay. Um, because we did how the months got their names uh, last episode. And I said, well, maybe we'll do days of the week. But I was going to do like a history of St. Patrick's Day because I was going to do it on Tuesday, but I never got to. And then now St. Patrick's Day happened. But I want to do it because I found some interesting stuff about it. So, all right, so we'll have we'll have a show of hands, everybody, okay? Pay attention. Show of hands. Um, all right. So who wants to hear about days of the week and who would like to hear about the history of St. Patrick's Day? All right. Yeah. Get your get your green beer dyed hands uh, up. You know, don't you hate that shit? That green. Yeah, you dye you dye beer green. That's not easy to say. You dye beer green <laughs> and, you know, and they charge you whatever. And then you go back the next. There's what you do. On St. Patrick's Day, just drink the regular beers or whatever specials they run. They always do that shit. But then you go back, you go back on the day after St. Patrick's Day because all the green beer, because they always have a half a keg left over, you go back and they're a dollar because they're just trying to get rid of that shit, right? And then so you can have like 15 of them and then stumble home, pass out, and then you're back to your normal self again. And I think, I think. I think I heard somewhere one time that uh, green dye was good for hangovers. I don't don't quote me on that. I don't work for the CDC. <laughs> uh, okay, so show of hands, uh, who wants to hear about days of the week, and who wants to hear about uh, the history of St. Patrick's Day? All right, so let's do uh, let's do history of St. Patrick's Day. Oh wait, no, let's do days of the week first. Okay, one, two. 
Okay. Well, that's not, well, yeah, that's a lot of hands. Huh. All right. So let's do history of St. Patrick's Day. One, two, three. By show of hands. Just by show of hands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. People, people, uh, stop. Stop. We had the same problem last time, guys. We had the same problem last time, last episode. Okay. When I tell you by show of hands, by when I tell you by show of hands, I don't mean put them both up. Okay. You need, yeah, yeah. Just one. Just put one green beard dyed hand up in the air at a time. Keep your other one in your lap. Someone else's someone else's lap. I don't I don't give a shit. I'm just saying just put one hand up so I can count. All right, you know what we're doing history of St. Patrick's Day. Fuck it. Cuz it's more thing. I'll I'll get to the uh, days of the week cuz that seems interesting. Although I saw something else that's Yeah, I got to get going. What am I at? Jesus Christ. How do I say that's what I'm saying? I talk, I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk. <laughs> So, all right, let's do the history of St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I tried to do this on Tuesday, and it was probably the best part of the episode, but, um, hicky do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this pulled up, y'all. Here it is. All right. This is from lifehacker.com. Yeah, that was a good swig. The Real History of St. Patrick's Day by Patrick Allen. Well, how'd that happen? Do you think you should have a guy named Patrick write a story about or an article about the history of St. Patrick's Day? Oh, hey, Patrick. Yeah, we're doing an article about St. Patrick's Day. That's great. Yeah, can you write it for us? Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, well, I don't, don't worry. I don't think it's that guy, but. All right, so it says, this is on lifehacker.com, written by Patrick Allen, A-L-L-A-N. Yeah, When you think of St. Patrick's Day, you might think of green beer, shot glass necklaces that say kiss me. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <clears throat> I had one of those, but it didn't say kiss. All right, anyways. Uh, kiss me, I'm Irish, and everyone suddenly talking about how Irish they are. Yeah, I know. It's that, and then um, any other time of the year when uh, suburban white people, to quote my my friend Mark Matusoff, that's when all the white people talk about how much Cherokee Indian they are. Ugh. That's all. Suddenly talk about how Irish they are. That's all well and good, but you might not know about the holiday's origins or the saint it celebrates. Well, Take off that stupid hat. <laughs> Patrick Allen, you're a cheeky one. You're a cheeky one. Wait, do they say that in Ireland? I know. I, I know they say it in England, but you're cheeky. Take off that stupid hat. Let's get educated. All right. Who was St. Patrick? Your great uncle. No, he was not. St. Patrick, considered the patron saint of Ireland, was actually born in Banaventa Bernier. Bernier. Sounds like a retired community in Florida. Welcome to Bonaventa Banya. The golf carts are over there. The cafeteria is over there. Slash dining area. The nude beach is over there. Ugh. <laughs> I did one time. Uh, I was working down in Florida. And uh, I literally 
I, I didn't go there, obviously, but it was a um, retirement community like I was just talking about. And apparently they had a, they had a nude beach on uh, one side of the resort. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. No thanks. Bana Vente Bernaye. I don't know how to pronounce that word. B-E-R-N-I-A-E. A town in Roman Britain. Oh, okay, okay. Sometime in the late 300s A.D. So that was after the birth of Christ, of course. That's right, Patrick wasn't Iris. What? And his name wasn't even Patrick either. It was, oh crap, Mywin Sukat. M-A-E-W-I-N-S-U-C-C-A-T. Maywin, Maywin Sukat. Huh. <laughs> but he didn't care for that. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> hey, new kid, what's your name? Maywin Sukat. What? All right, everybody throw rocks at that guy. So he, anyways, he didn't care for it, so he chose to be an known as Patricius. Patricius. P-A-T-R-I-C-I-U-S. Is it Patricius or Patricius? I think it's Patricius. I don't know if I'd like that better than Maywin Sukat or not. I said he liked to be known as Patricius down the line. What the hell does that mean? He actually had many monikers throughout his life. He he was known as, by many, what is this? What's this guy, an actor? He's got different, so was it pseudonyms? He was known by many as Magonus, M-A-G-O-N-U-S, Magonus, by others as Cicadus, um, and to some as, oh, Jesus, Cothertheacus. Well, where the hell does that come from? Cothertheacus. Sounds like a that sounds like a pill you take. Huh. <clears throat> I know I said talk about that last time. But yeah, that sounds like something you take. Like you are you allergic to this? I have no idea. Yeah. But we'll just call him Patrick since everybody else does. Well, way to simplify that down, Patrick Allen. His father, Calpurnius was a deacon in the early Christian church. Well, back then, you kind of had to be in the early Christian church because that's all it freaking was. Uh, Christian church. But Patrick wasn't much of a believer himself. It wasn't until he was captured by Irish pirates. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that sounds funny. I'm, I'm sorry, Irish pirates. That I mean, okay. All right, I don't know. I'm just saying. Irish pirates? Does anybody think Irish Irish people when they think of pirates? Grr, you know, that type shit. Oh, grr, matey. Oh, grr. Top of the morning to ya. My green clovers and my yellow horses, but whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> Blue diamonds. Get on the boat. We're pirates. It was until he was captured at the age of 16 and enslaved for six years as a shepherd. Well, I thought they were pirates. Okay, so we're going to go out in the boat. 
That sounds Canadian. Fuck. Um, anyways, they basically like, what did they tell him? Like, they're like, all right, do you stay? I'm not trying the accent anymore. If you, if you, uh, they're like, all right, look, we're going out, uh, fucking be a pirating. Uh, and then, um, six years and we'll be back in six years and, um, stay here and watch this, uh, this herd of sheep. Very important. Uh, six years, and then he chose to uh, convert to Christianity. Well, what was he before? Hmm? Hmm? Was he converting or just becoming? Ah, yes. Hmm, therein lies the question. While in Northeastern Ireland, Patrick learned the Irish language. Probably a good idea if you're going to be there for a while. That's like going to, like, you know, France or some shit. Man, you went, you just spent six years in France. Did you learn any French? Fuck no. <laughs> Speaking that freaking gibberish. Ugh. Fuck that shit. Because <laughs> you got to admit, I don't know if you guys ever heard. Like, I've met people from Ireland. They're freaking, some people, they're Irish accent. They're not speaking English. They're not speaking, I don't know, I don't know what the people, oh, it's Gaelic. No, no, this is not Gaelic. This is, this is, I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, but it, but it is similar to, you know, you go to the South. I mean, that's the thing, you know, you go to New York. Hey, yo, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Then you go to Georgia or Alabama. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing down here? So. I guess, I guess they just got that kind of a thing going on. Um, Patrick learned about the Irish language, the culture, before attempting to escape back to Britain. But Patrick wasn't very good at escaping, apparently. Oh, that's not foreshadowing. <laughs> because he was captured again, this time by the French. Well, did he learn the language? That's what I want to know. He was held in France where he learned all about Monasticism. Monasticism. So basically he learned about monasteries, I think is what that is. <clears throat> or it's a fungal cream. I don't know. I'm going to go with the uh, monastery type stuff. Before he was released and sent home to Britain. Well, they just were like, all right, we're done. You can go home. Where he continued to study Christianity well into his 20s. Which, what was the life expectancy back then? What was it like? 28, so well into his 20s. What do you have, like two years left to live? I've learned all this stuff, and now I'm about to die. Eventually, Patrick claimed he had a vision that told him to bring Christianity to the Irish people, who were predominantly pagan and Druidic at the time. That that was probably a little difficult, because you got, you got people sitting out worshiping rocks and uh, trees, um and stuff like that, and you're like, hey man, check this out, there's this guy, right, and he was born, uh, like, a few hundred years ago, and he's actually the son of God, and they're, of course, the druids and the pagans are like, who the hell is God, right, and he's like, okay, so he's this guy who lives up above us, and he makes shit happen, and then uh, he oversees us, and when we do bad things, he might punish us, he might forgive us, we're not really sure. But he sent this guy down. His name's Jesus. Jesus Christ. Might want to hang on to that name. It's great for swearing when you're angry. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> how do you, 
Yeah, so apparently he's the son of this guy who lives up above us in the sky, which he lives in this place called heaven. And anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, it's a great thing. We should follow the teachings of this guy. But his name was Jesus Christ. And um, me and some friends of ours invented this thing called Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. There's wine involved. Uh, who were pretending to play pay. So Patrick, so Patrick, he made his way. What? So Patrick made his, oh, I guess they, uh, I wish people would spell, you know, typo there. So Patrick made his way back to Ireland and brought a big old bag of Christianity with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is literally what it says. What was he carrying, like a burlap sack? He just had a big old bag of Christianity. All right, well, these shoes are for you, and this, uh, <laughs> yeah, what what would he have in the bag? What's in the bag? No, it was a box, wasn't it? It's a movie. Okay. When Patrick arrived back in Ireland, however, he, with his big old bag, <laughs> his big old bag of Christianity, was he smacking people over the head with it? Power of Christ compels you. Yeah, that's another movie reference. <laughs> I am on a roll today. When Patrick, or this evening, what the fuck? When Patrick arrived back in Ireland, however, he and his preaching ways were not welcome. Do you think? Why do I have to pray to this other person that I don't even know where, if it exists or not? I mean, I can pray to this tree or this rock. They're there. I can see them. Right? Right? We've never seen this Jesus. We've never seen this God. To which I would have said, have you seen the sunset on a late winter summer's day? <laughs> From the cliffs of Ireland? Okay. Um, so he had to leave and land on some small islands off the coast. There he began to gain followers. Yeah. And he eventually moved to mainland to spread Christian ideologies across Ireland for many years to come. During this time, <clears throat> Patrick baptized thousands of people. Is that what they donkey in the lake? Some say 100,000. He ordained new priests, guided women to nunhood. Okay. Converted the sons of kings in the region and aided in the formation of over 300 churches. Where am I at? Oh, wow. Yeah, screw it. I, like I always say, short episode, but then I talk. Folklore. All right, this is this section is called Separating Fact from Fiction. National Public Radio. Folklore also tells of Patrick banishing all the snakes from Ireland. But as badass as that may sound, oh, Patrick Allen writing this, you're getting so bad. All right. Yeah, big old bag of snakes with this badass. <laughs> No, but there were actually never any snakes on the island to begin with. That's what thing a lot of people don't understand. He drove the snakes out of Ireland. No, there never were snakes. That's the thing. That's what makes Ireland great. There's no snakes. Yeah, anyways. Uh, but Patrick may be the one responsible for popularizing the shamrock or that three-leafed plant you'll see plastered all over the place on days like St. Patrick's Day. What it was was he used it to explain the Holy Trinity, which is um, Lord, Father, oh no, yeah, Lord, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the Christian Holy Trinity. 
they already had triple deities and regarded the number three highly, the pagans and the druids. So Patrick's use, Patrick's use of the shamrock may have helped him win a great deal of favor with the Irish. Yeah, plus, they're, you know, you can put them in your little lapel, you know, put the little lapel thing in there. Yeah. These days, Patricius <laughs> is known to most as St. Patrick, though he's technically, he's not technically a canonized saint by the Catholic Church. Get the hell out of here. Are you serious? All the things he gave us, he gave us a big old bag of Christianity. Not us, not me, but, you know, gave the Irish people a big old bag of Christianity. You know, he baptized 100,000 people. He made 300 churches. He, I don't know what the, yeah, he was a badass apparently by legend, even though that what legend wasn't even true. But really, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it at all. But yeah, not a saint. But I think, I think you have to, uh, I think you have to perform some miracles. I think is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta save some, you know, you got to take your big old bag of Christianity and save some babies from a burning building or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, I have to look up what an actual miracle is. Um, but he's well, regard, well, he's well regarded through the, out the Christian world. But why the holiday? Why always March 17th? What's the, with the green? And why do we think of non-Irish, non-snake charmer, of a non-Irish, non-snake charmer as a symbol of Ireland. Oh, boy. This thing goes on for a while. Eh, fuck it. It's my show. All right. So St. Patty's Day actually started religious celebration. This much I know. Uh, it was like 16th century. Hold on. It's in here some. Oh, yeah. So, no, 17th. I was close. It was to commemorate the life of St. Patrick and the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. This feast day always took place on the anniversary of Patrick's death, which was believed to be March 17th, 461. Yeah, see, well, it's a pretty long life he had. What year was he? Ow, you hear my thumb crack? That's old age for you people. When was he? Ow, sure. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, I now I gotta scroll back and I'm trying to see ah fuck, this is taking too long. I try to see the year he's born. I don't remember. Oh, so in the late three hundreds. And he lived to be he lived four sixty one? That was an old dude for that time. Yeah. Must have been his uh, big bag of Christianity and his badassness. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, March 17th, 461 A.D., supposedly is when he died. Early in the 18th century, Irish immigrants brought the tradition over to the American colonies, and it was there that St. Patrick started to become a symbol of Irish heritage and culture, right? Got to have something to hang on to. As more Irish came across the Atlantic, the feast day celebration grew in popularity, so much, in fact. The first ever St. Patrick's Day parade was held in Boston in 1737. Get the... What? Wow. That's before the American Revolutionary War. The colonies are rebelling. 
What did I hear the other day? They, the British people don't call it uh, Revolutionary War. They call it something else. Yeah, whatever. By the mid-19th century, the United States saw a massive influx of Irish immigrants hoping to escape the Great Famine. Yeah, yeah, all the potatoes were. Which, you know, potatoes are not actually originally from Ireland. Yeah, that's another episode coming up. Yeah. Potatoes are not native to Ireland. Ha, ha, ha. Learn something new every day. Got my big old bag of knowledge coming at you. There's definitely nothing Christian in it, but yeah. Yeah, potatoes are not native to Ireland, but that's a whole other story. This transformed the relatively small-scale feast day observance into a full-blown celebration that people wanted to be a part of, whether they were Irish or not. Of course, of course. You're walking down the street and people are partying, you're like, hey, what's up? I, hello, top of the morning to you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> In 1903, feast day became a national holiday in Ireland, and over time it transformed into what it is now called St. Patrick's Day. The holiday has since been celebrated all over the world. Is it really all over the world? Oh, yeah, because I saw this thing the other day where it was showing, like, I mean, it was like New Zealand, uh, Russia, Asia. Uh, wait, hold on. I got a list of them. Oh, yeah, here it is. All over the world, countries like United States, Great Britain, of course, Ireland. Uh, why did you have to put that in there, Patrick Allen? Canada. Argentina, Australia, New Zealand, Switzerland, Russia, and even throughout Asia. Well, that's interesting. As it happens, St. Patty's Day is so popular, it's thought to be celebrated in more countries than any other national festival. Any other? Hmm. Why don't they just, they should just call it the big old bag of Christianity festival. <laughs> don't come there unless you're a badass. What was once a fairly chill day of going to mass, watching a parade, which is, you know, a bunch of dudes walking around in skirts, playing some some baggy pipers. I'm just kidding. I, I respect the kilts and stuff. Uh, eating a hearty meal with family has transformed into the biggest party in the world. In the world. I would think New Year's would be more of a, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Where am I at? Well, son of a gun. All right, we're going a few minutes over the usual hour, but I've, I've been doing that lately. If you're wondering why people are wearing green more than to protection from pinching fingers, yeah, where the fuck does that come from? I was sitting there one day, and I went, and somebody was like, oh, and they pinched me on the arm, and they're like, oh, you're not wearing green. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not wearing green. So what? It goes back to the Irish Rebellion when they would do this. When Irish soldiers wore green as they fought off the British in their trademark red, until then the color associated with St. Patrick and Feast Day was actually blue. Ah, you learn something new every day. The song Soldiers Sang During the War in 1798, The Wearing of Green. Hmm. One of that was on the Billboard Top 100. I wonder how it goes. Anyway, the psalm was called The Wearing of the Green. Changed all of that and made green the color of shamrocks, Ireland's mainstay color. Huh. From then on, people wore green on St. Patrick's Day in solidarity 
And when, uh, let's see, Chicago, first time they died, the river was 1962. Uh, Pa, do, you know, decorations. Yeah. All right, here we go. All you people who are listening to this a couple days after St. Patrick's Day going, I can finally uncross my eyes and not see double. Okay, so, yeah, don't. that's why I stopped drinking Jameson. That's why I straight tequila, man. That's why I went to that. I miss it, but, man, that Irish whiskey will mess you up, and your head will hurt. <sighs> okay, so while they're drinking then, okay. Um, so basically a lot of it, what it was, was, it's a long thing. I'm, I'm going to try to kind of, like, uh, shorten it down for you. But basically, um, basically what it was, was there was a, when St. Patrick's Day came around, it was, it was like Lent. You know, Lent people do for Easter and all that stuff. So Lent was uh, the restrictions on Lent. So like, you know, Lent you're not supposed to you know supposed to give up stuff and supposed to do stuff like that. Well, on St. Patrick's Day uh, or feast day, um, it's so basically that there was one day there in the in Lent period where you, there, the restrictions were lifted. You could drink, you could eat, you could do whatever you wanted to, and so it kind of gave them a breather um, before the the couple of weeks or three weeks or whatever it was because. Easter slides around like a little. Um, <laughs> that was Bill Burr. That was my impression of Bill Burr doing. Anyways, he's a great, he's a funny dude. I had to do it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that on the next episode because that should be out before Easter. It's, it's weird. Um, basically, day to eat and drink as much as you wanted to. Um, and that's why it was like bacon and cabbage or corned beef and cabbage or whatever, because you were, and then, um, whiskey and beer actually weren't even in the equation at the time. It was really just about eating. Um, and actually on the, back on for St. Patrick's day up until I was, I think it was the late sixties, early seventies, um, that the pubs in Ireland, you know, not necessarily in, in the States, but the state, um, would close and drinking booze booze in it up there uh on saint patrick's day was it was really not something that you did like if you know um but uh so here here was the thing and god this thing is long i yeah so basically what happened was budweiser in the 80s um was one of the companies but budweiser obviously being a big name in the old beer business uh what did he do? Oh, they they basically made a giant ad campaign, and they convinced um, <laughs> they convinced a bunch of people that hey, you should drink beer, you should, you know. Uh, and then what does Patrick Allen say here? The rest is drunk history that few seem to remember. <laughs> what a clever play on words, there, Patrick Allen. I tell you, you're a card. Uh, much like Cinco de Mayo, many people now use the holidays as excuse to binge drink, uh, obviously, <laughs> which fosters neg- negative stereotypes by incorrectly associating the act of getting wasted with Irish culture. Because, you know, if you're celebrating a foreign country, it's okay. You're, you're being multicultural. You're spreading your horizons. You're encouraging, you know, you're, you're, Observing other cultures. You're showing respect by doing eight shots, uh, taking your top off, and then guzzling green beer, and it all 
spills down your chest. And uh, yeah. And then you wake up the next day and wonder what the fuck happened. Yep. Yeah. But at least now you can take a swig of your Guinness in pride. I've never, I've never been a Guinness fan. It's, it's like a beer milkshake. I, I'm not saying if you like it, you like it. Yeah, I'm not. Um, because you know the take a swig of Guinness in pride because you know the real story. Slayente, slayente. I don't know how to say that. I've looked at, I've seen that word, and I've been trying to look up the. It's S L A with like a comma over it, and then I N T E. Slayente. I don't. I see. I'd say everything with a Spanish accent. I can't. French. I can do French. Slayente. No. See, that even came out Spanish. Came out like a Spaniard. That wasn't even like South American Spanish. That was like European Spanish. Huh. So yeah. So that was the real history of St. Patrick's Day. And then, you know, so I hope you guys are proud of posting pictures of yourselves at picnics with no masks and no social distancing. I don't know. Maybe you're vaccinated. I don't know. But (laughs) doing shots out of a fucking syringe. The hell is that shit? But it's green. Okay, good. Good for fucking. It's green. It's It's okay. Because it's green. All right. So, yeah, that's the history of St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Guy wasn't even Irish. The guy was not even Irish. Huh. You all got ripped off. That's all I got to (laughs) say. All right, we got to go. I got a little announcement. Uh, yeah, but real quick, uh, follow me on Twitter, John John D J O N D Comedy, um, at John Podcast as well on Twitter. That'll just take you to the Twitter, the Twitter page, Def for the old John D there podcast. Or you can type in the T H E E John D J O N D podcast. Um, Facebook, you hit me up on that T H E E J O N D podcast. That's also uh, up there. You can hit me up on that. I love it when y'all do. I don't get that many minutes. I wish I did. I wish I... Drinking water and Gatorade. Why am I... All right. So next episode. Which, by the way, as I record this, this is going to be... I've already gone. uh, If I had rushed, I probably could have gotten this up and into what they call (laughs) post-production. I probably could have gotten this out before before midnight, but now it's gone over and I'm freaking way. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I'm over. I'm not I'm not it's I mean it's past midnight. I'm not even gonna get this out. Uh so it's gonna say Friday. So yeah. Yeah, so as of today. What will what is today? No, it's it's tomorrow it's yesterday until I go to sleep. Yes, I do the same thing. But uh March nineteenth. Thirty days for me being sober. Yeah, and all I did was just not drink. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm going to keep going. So, but also my next episode is going to be episode number 30. So I'm going to call it my 30 and 30 episode. How's that? That's marketing for you people. Yeah, I'm picking this up. Yeah, 30 and 30 episode. That's what's going to be called. 
I might be able to get Liz to come in and stop on by. We're probably not going to record it until Saturday. So it's going to be just a couple of days, hopefully, from from now. Um, but uh, I know technically it's Friday. Technically it's Friday. And I totally oversaw uh, the making of the calendar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was dumb. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a 30 and 30 episode. So 30th episode, 30 days at least of me being a little sober brat. <laughs> yeah. Good props on my wife. She's, because, you know, it's a couple times, I got to admit, there's a couple times there, Dad, don't you know, there where I was like, gosh, uh, I just want to drink a beer there, you know? And she's like, ah, okay. I'm like, no, no, but she, no, she, she's like, you're doing good. You know, she, she made sure I had everything I needed. Plenty of gummy worms and hot old lady tea. No, wait, that sounds wrong. Wrong. Just old, old lady hot tea. Yeah, that sounds better. Hot old lady tea. Ugh, I gotta go to Florida, find that that Benavente Buena. <laughs> I want to get that. So yeah, so join us back for the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you had a great St. Patrick's Day. Um, yeah. So Lizard Mill Arts and Crafts. L-I-Z-Z-A-R-D-M-I-L-L, Arts and Crafts, Facebook, Lizard Mill Arts and Crafts Boutique on Etsy. Um, yeah, I hope you had a good week, and uh, I'm going to talk to you guys soon, so make sure you check that one out. It's going to be special. I'm, I don't want to give away any surprises. Um, I don't know. There may not really be any surprises. I don't know. Maybe by then I won't be sober anymore. Nah, I'm just joking. I'll be. I'm working. I'm doing it. Um, but... And she does listen to the show, and I understand. But um, my mom, my mommy, turned 70, what is technically today, March 19th. Um, she turned 70 years old. So, yeah, happy birthday, Mom. And, uh, yeah, if you ever do hear this, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Mom. I mentioned it on the show. I think that's the only time I've ever met. No, no, that's probably not true. But anyways, all right, let's let's finish this up. <laughs> let's finish this up. Charities, Feed More, Feeding America, all very good. All right. They're taking monetary as well as food donations. No kids hungry. Okay. Kids are in virtual school. Some kids are in school. They help make sure that these kids get food. Okay. Very, very important. Like I said, I always saw it as a child. I know that there were kids that were I was going to school with that their best meals of the day came from when they were in school or when they got some sort of, a, a, you know, help, help with that. So no kids hungry. You know, I, yeah, no kids should be hungry ever, in my opinion. All right. Uh, wounded Warrior Project. Obviously, obviously. Very big thing, especially in this day and age. Um, making sure that our, our brave men and women who have served this country get the help in whatever way, whether their injuries be internal or external, they deserve our full help and support. They earned it um, for their service to our country. So, Wounded Warrior Project. So, Feed America, Feed More, uh, No Kids Hungry, and Wounded Warrior Project. And I, oh, I had another one I was going to mention, but eh, I, all right. 
But like I said, there are um, listener support buttons on all the pages on the actual page for the show itself. And you can go, you can do a monthly type thing. Um, we support the show. Um, but like, uh, you know, hey, I could use a few bucks. But if it comes down to giving me a few bucks or a charity, such as the ones I'd mentioned just a second ago, give it to them. You know, they need it. They do good work. All right. So thank you for listening to episode number 29. I told you I talk and I talk and I talk. I don't have anybody else to talk to. I love my wife, but, you know, and then my son. I can't. I just. Yeah. So thank you for joining me in this one-sided conversation once again on episode number 29. Vente Nueve. Yeah. So stay the course. Stay the <laughs> Yeah, seriously though, folks, um, let's take care of each other. Let's get through this, all right? Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Thank you for joining me for episode 29 of the John D. Podcast. I've been your host, John D. Miller, okay? I'll talk to you very soon.